those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, <clears throat> to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Word of God upon which we base our message this morning on this observance of the epiphany of our Lord is from the gospel that you heard today from Matthew chapter 2. I recall just these words. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea when Herod was king. <clears throat> After Jesus' birth, wise men from the east arrived in Jerusalem. They asked, where is the one who was born to be the king of the Jews? We saw his star rising and have come to worship him. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, who came to live and to die and to rise again, that we might rise and live forever with him, my beloved. Did you take your Christmas tree down yet? <clears throat> Haven't taken them down here in church, you see. We still have them up at the Robbie household, too. Because tomorrow is Epiphany, the Christmas of the Gentiles. You know what that means today is? Today is the 12th day of Christmas. The celebration of Christmas is not over. And then uh, tomorrow, January 6th, is Epiphany. But since it doesn't fall on Sunday this year, we're celebrating it today. And Epiphany, we also we, um, call the uh, Christmas of the Gentiles because that's when we recount the story of the wise men coming from the East. And they were not Jewish, they were Gentiles or non-Jewish people like you and me. It's amazing how those Gentiles, according to even Isaiah's prophecy, probably got on their camels and came to bring their gold and frankincense and myrrh. And that was anywhere from an 800 to 1,000 mile trip God miraculously led them. And they came as Gentiles uh, as the first story to show us that Jesus was not meant just for his Jewish race, but for you and me, too, who are non-Jews. We, of course, know that Epiphany is the story of a star. And we want to talk about stars this morning. We want to talk about the fact that stars are miraculous and they reveal mysteries. In fact, that's what the word epiphany means in Greek, epiphino. To reveal or to make known, like uh, maybe a statue that was just uh, created by an artist, you know, with the drape over it, and he wants to reveal it for the first time. You don't know what it looks like. He pulls off the uh, drape. Ah, what a work of art. Epiphany, to reveal or to make known. Well, as we're going to talk about stars this morning, first of all, we have to ask ourselves, well, where did the stars of heaven come from in the first place? Well, they were miraculous creations of God. It's kind of interesting when you take a look at the six days of creation in Genesis chapter 1. On the very first day, God simply made light, and there was light. No planetary planets, sun or moon or stars yet, light all by itself. But then... On the fourth day, God said, let there be lights in the sky to separate the day from the night. They will be signs and will mark religious festivals, days and years. They will be lights in the sky to shine on the earth 
And so it was, God made the two bright lights, the larger light to rule the day and the smaller light to rule the night. He also made the stars. I love that, those verses. God created the earth, and then he created a, a greater light, the sun, and a lesser light, the moon. And then it, 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 he said, and he also threw in the stars, too. Stars? Those are suns, many of which are larger than our sun. He created a vast universe with the earth, you and me, at the focal point of it all. And those stars revealed mysteries because the stars allowed, allowed people to explore. Some of the sailors went out and crossed the Atlantic Ocean. How did they know uh, how to keep going east, uh, how to go west? Because they, they created sextants where they could look at the stars and the stars would continue to guide them and so they discovered a new land. kind of interesting. Uh, my wife and I had the chance to visit the Ronald Reagan Library in California, and you got to go on the old Air Force One, which also um, Bill Clinton used, and you get to peer into the uh, cockpit. I looked in there, and there was this gizmo hanging from the ceiling. I said, what's that? He says, that's a sextant. Before GPS, they actually still used a sextant, and that really wasn't all that long ago, and now we have our GPS systems. But stars not only reveal to people other lands. Romans chapter 1. What can be known about God is clear to them because he has made it clear to them. From the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly observed in what he made. As a result, people have no excuse. Or Psalm 8. When I look at your heavens, the creation of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have set in place, what is immortal that you remember him or the Son of Man that you take care of him? You look up at the star. Somebody made this. He must be big and he must be powerful. And if he made it all, he had to be eternal too. Even the stars reveal to us attributes of our gracious God. And then there's the miracle of the star of Bethlehem that we talk about today. A star never before seen, specifically created by God for this special occasion. Scientists and people have been arguing about what that special star was. Was it a conjunction of planets? Was it a special created star just for that occasion? The, it's kind of interesting, though, that the star moved because it guided the, the, the men from the east and, and the, the wise men from the east to the west. And then when they got to Jerusalem, uh, then the star guided them from the north to the south. Kind of interesting. And what mystery did that miraculous star reveal? Why, the king of the Jews, a baby born in poverty. And so the wise men bowed down and they worshipped him and brought him the best of gifts. But you know, when we talk about stars this morning, we certainly cannot forget the best star of all. Way, way back in the Old Testament, a man by the name of Balaam made this prophecy. 
I see someone who is not here now. I look at someone who is not nearby. A star will come from Jacob. A scepter will rise from Israel. In Revelation chapter 22, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give this testimony to you for the churches. I am the root and descendant of David. I am the bright morning star. Perhaps we'll sing it a little bit later in the worship service. Brightest and best of the stars of the morning. A miraculous star. Human and divine at the same time. A star sees the poverty of a manger, but on the Mount of Transfiguration, he blinds his disciples with his glory and power. He dies on a cross, but he rises to live again on Easter. And the greatest of all stars came to reveal the greatest mystery of all. That the way to God is not through man-made the proposition of pay as you go, Work hard, pay your debts, work really hard, and then get a little bit ahead. Instead, the star reveals to us that we are totally bankrupt, morally and spiritually depraved. John 8, Jesus spoke to the Pharisees again. He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will have a life filled with light and will never live in the dark. You see, the only way out of the cave of darkness, of ignorance and unbelief is through Jesus. He says, follow me. I'll guide you to your destination, to the throne and to the Lamb. Now on this day as we observe Epiphany, we would certainly be remiss if we didn't mention the Apostle Paul who wrote the gospel for this morning, Ephesians chapter 3. He too was a star. And he revealed mysteries, and he was a miraculous star. Because if you remember Paul, before God changed his name, he was Saul, and he was a Christian killer. And he persecuted the Christians. And as I prepared for this morning, I thought once again of the dear Christian brothers and sisters of, uh, of our uh, holy Christian church that are suffering in Iraq and Iran, and also in China, risking their lives, willing to die for the faith in Jesus Christ. And so it was with Saul, who became Paul, executed Christians. But there was a miraculous conversion. He himself was drawn to the Christian faith, and God told him, even though you're a Jew, Paul, and um, you're a Christian Jew, I'm going to send you out to the non-Jewish people, to the Gentiles. And he witnessed, and he started mission churches throughout the Mediterranean world, and for that, as he was writing those words that we read this morning, he was in prison, waiting to die and be executed for his faith. From persecutor to martyr, but in between, designated to be a missionary to non-Jewish people. And also God saw to it that there was another mystery revealed to St. Paul. And that was, as we read in Ephesians this morning, the gospel is the only thing that can break down racial and ethnic barriers. And so it was in many of those congregations that St. Paul started, Gentiles 
worshipped alongside of Jewish people, working in harmony to bring the gospel to others. St. Paul, a miraculous star who revealed mysteries. And certainly we cannot forget another one of the great stars, the star of Holy Scripture. For 16 centuries, men spoke as they were moved along by the Holy Spirit so that what we have in our hands is a great treasure of God's own Word in print on pages that you cannot and I can read. Divinely inspired. The only source of absolute truth in the whole world. Psalm 119, your word is the lamp for my feet and a light for my path. Your word is a doorway that lets light in and helps gullible people understand. Every page of Holy Scripture points just to one thing. Christ crucified and risen. God punishing his own son so that we can go free. Total grace. I love you when you don't deserve to be loved. But he loves us anyway. Who could ever discover revelation of that kind of mystery without the Bible? A miraculous star, Holy Scripture, that reveals mysteries. And then the final star that you want to talk about today Philippians 2, 12 to 16. My dear friends, you have always obeyed, not only when I was with you, but even more now that I'm absent. In the same way, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. It is God who produces in you the desires and actions that please him. Do everything without complaining or arguing. Then you will be blameless and innocent. You will be God's children without any faults among people who are crooked and corrupt. You will shine like stars among them in the world as you hold firmly to the word of life. Revelation. In his right hand he held seven stars, and out of his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword. His face was like the sun when it shines in all its brightness. Continuing in Revelation 1. Therefore write down what you have seen, what is and what is going to happen after these things. The hidden meaning of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and the seven gold lampstands is this. The seven stars are the messengers of the seven churches and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Who are the miraculous stars that Holy Scripture reveals? You are. God miraculously planned who you would be way back before he created the world. He, he saw you and planned for your birthday, and then by holy baptism he converted you from a child of Satan into the child of God. And he works in your hearts so much that you are here today wanting to love and to serve him and to tell others about the mysteries of God that have been revealed to you. Today, as we observe Epiphany, it's a day to thank God for stars. They are miraculous, and they reveal mysteries. Who have been the stars of your life? 
Thank God for them. Whose star are you? Whose star will you be? So that others can thank God for you. Because just like Jesus, you are miraculous and you reveal mysteries to others. And the mystery is so simple. The good news. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So really on this observance of the Epiphany, there's really no other direction to end the service with than this. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned. You will be God's children without any faults among people who are crooked and corrupt. You will shine like stars among them in the world as you hold firmly to the word of life. And God grant it for Jesus' sake. Amen.